Presenting Talkative. See, all you gotta do to make creepy music is just play chord wrong. Presenting Talkative's Adversarial Fair. Fellowshipping with brothers and sisters in Christ while discussing the world of the arts. Is this good or do I need to move it higher? Or... That's perfect, actually. Awesome. Okay, are we guys ready? Yeah, we are ready. Okay, so here's a thing that I noticed that we didn't do last time. Uh-huh. Um, we didn't introduce ourselves, like, at all. Oh, we didn't? No. Well, I mean, I'm new. Yeah, but me and Kevin, we didn't introduce ourselves. Well, everyone knows who we Sick. are. Sick. That's fair. Um, they kind of know you. you we, you've been shown in like mystery and like the shadows. For now. No, for future about audi- 10 years from now, when you're looking back at our old oh. catalog, we know you too. In spirit. Damn. Anyway, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Scott Sowers. I am the fearless leader of the editorial uh, and also the most handsome of, of the bunch. No, he's not. I'm Kevin. Kevin Spence. I got corralled into this to do audio. But the deal was I had to have my own show too, and I'm now I'm on the podcast too. You can't sound like you're only getting like the bad end of things. Like there's no good to that. <laughs> okay, you're, you're right. That's unfair. My, <laughs> my salary is not bad. I'm thankful for uh, how I'm reimbursed. Let's stick to that. Jack. <laughs> Hello, I am Jack Bolin. I am the slave of the editorial, a.k.a. the editor, and uh, I have been, you know, stuck in the basement for, like, what, five years now? So. I'm just, this is just <laughs> sling at Scott week. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was telling Jack this, because um, this next video I'm working on, I, I take a jab at Jack, and um, I was telling him that and then Jack goes, so does that mean I can take a jab at you? <laughs> and I, I stop for a second. I'm like, Jack, all your videos take jabs at me. Every single one. <laughs> my slave driver. My uh, <laughs> vengeful boss. <laughs> my vengeful boss. Even Micah. I think that's just something I have to live with. Um, you have a very insulting face. <laughs> Insultable face? Yeah, Maybe. whatever it's called. I don't, I don't, that's a word I just came up with, but if I have an insulting face, what does that mean? You have a very punchable face. Just your your eyes just silently spew insults, I guess. <laughs> yes, yeah. Speaking of eyes, everyone, um, Kevin so has we just, eyes. We, ju- we just recorded <laughs> Kevin's video, and so I'm looking through the camera to make sure it's all good and dandy, and but... One of you the did most... not know how good and dandy it was, did you? What do you mean? My eyes. Oh, well, no, I mean, like, <laughs> people for centuries have been complimenting Kevin's eyes, but, like... Since the dawn of time. You don't, you don't fully realize it. Like, I, I looked into the camera, and the most piercing aspect in the camera is Kevin's eyes. He has just, like, it, the light reflecting off his blue eyes just... It's like laser beams. We'll see if that still applies when the only other thing in the shot is a white wall. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. It's just we moved, by the way, every guy, everyone. So welcome to the new studio. 
Yeah. We're in Kevin's bedroom right now. <laughs> <laughs> a very uh, acoustically sound bedroom. Well, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. That's, yet, that's yet to be seen. Yeah. Oh, okay, so um, so we're kind of, so we have topics, and we kind of just stumbled our way into one. Um, yeah. But the first one we're talking about is what we're working on. Um, Devin, I like to ask ask first because he's the most ambitious of us, I think. That's true. Or, I mean, like everything I'm working on, or I, I wouldn't say that. It's just everything I'm working on is right here. Like, it's the editorial. Yeah. So. I don't know, Kevin, what are you working on? Um, well, as of an hour ago, my deliveries, when I'm going to be recorded, and it's very, uh, it's one thing to write words, it's another thing to say words, so uh-huh. Uh-huh. Whenever, whenever that first video of mine comes out, feel free to be brutal. Oh, about, I will be, don't worry. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> but whoever's listening, feel free to, uh, you know, criticize as much as you want i may uh, adopt your criticism i may throw some of my own back but yeah so i've got a new aspect of art to work on which is performance and delivery in vocalizing my ideas um i'm working on teaching i've got i think 12 students now in piano and that's an art form all its own. Be able to teach from the six-year-old who is being forced to do this <laughs> to the 29-year-old who, Parker, if you're listening, you're great. Um, yeah, why don't, why don't you just say hi to everyone? You no. Don't have to say all their names. Some of, some of them are uh, children who should not be publicly called out but parker i can call you out parker's a metalhead who decided he needed to learn how to play piano and his band actually i should shout out his band which has a band and he doesn't know how to play piano well he's a vocalist he's the guy guy who screams i was about to say oh he's a screamer very much you scott you might i don't know i don't know i don't know if you'd like his band on on mic yeah i'm about i'm trying to look it up but i'm definitely gonna because i want because i want to listen yeah, let me see if I can find it. Mush, mushuga. Mushuga. That's M E S H E G G A H H. I think that is way more letters than I was expecting. I know that <laughs> several letters were doubled that did not need to be. Oh, I'm sorry, not two H's, just one H. M E S H. Wait, that's a different. Oh, <laughs> that's a band that Parker recommended. Oh. I think Entropist is what we I'm just for. plugged a, a band, just That's a random like brand. Horribly satanic. There we go. Oh no! Entropist is this guy's band. E N T R O P I S T. They could be satanic. I <laughs> I cannot tell at all what he's saying when he sings, but it sounds kind of cool, you know. <laughs> and if they are demonic, just blame all of us. See, I hope that what everyone like listening just i hope everyone kind of catalogs in their mind 
like Kevin's slow descent into metal. I feel no, like that's gonna happen. It's no. gonna happen. Like he's he's giving Kevin is giving more and more praise to metal as like I'm I've known him. I'm Dude. giving more and more praise to metal f- fans and saying I respect you a little more. <laughs> I'm not saying I like metal. I still I on the way home from my first lesson with this guy, I listened to his band. And I was like, this makes me want to drive off the road. I, but anyway. Kevin, it's They're gonna very, happen. It's gonna happen, Kevin. I can't predict the future, so maybe it will. It happened. <laughs> it happened to me, Kevin. I just, if nothing else, just noticed the more and more like, just sort of praise, like, oh, okay, that was that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's 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 what I've been noticing with Kevin. Uh, you, yeah, you fear. I fear this future. For <laughs> <me>. <laughs> um, I don't know, Jack. You have any quarrels with editing? Uh... I don't like your face, Scott. I need you to rip it off. Maybe I will. <coughs> Just because he asked. Just because I asked. Subscribe to my Patreon and I will rip my face off. It's like the On camera. It's like the <laughs> beginning of like that like weird Mr. Beast video. Which, which Mr. Beast video? <laughs> like when they, he blows up the hospital. What? Like you don't? What was that? You guys don't know the like weird the, animation one? That's the Dark Knight. My friend. Dark Knight? <laughs> oh, oh, are you talking about Meat Canyon? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then say Meat Canyon video, oh. Jack. <laughs> I'm not good with words if y'all couldn't tell. I love Meat Canyon, though. He's so stinking funny. I know. He's creepy, bro. He is creepy, but, like, the amount of effort he puts into those videos, those stupid, stupid videos. That's, that is admirable, yes. I don't know. I'm... Uh, is there anything else, Jack? Um, I mean, I've been writing, you know, so that's been that's been fun. I'm currently writing a book that I hope to turn into a graphic novel called The Twisted Kingdom. Nice. Uh, it is a I don't know how to describe it, but uh, it's a very interesting story that I uh, have not yet written down because I have been busy with editing. <laughs> Well, you but but like you you've written parts of it before though, right? Oh yeah, this has been like the twentieth rewrite. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I'm excited to finally see it actually. You know, come out. That's gonna be really really cool. I've been writing this for like what four years now. So uh, that's that's been really fun. But uh, yeah, other than that, I uh, I've just been editing for the editorial. Not much else. Uh, as for me, um, yeah, just editorial stuff, writing editorial. Eh, I might as well just say it. The video I'm working on right now is um, Barbie. We're going to be reviewing Barbie. And it's uh, I'm really excited for this one. So it's a, first of all, it's a masterpiece. Go watch it. The movie? Totally. Yeah. Oh, it, is, it is a masterpiece, 10 out of 10. Any, anyone, if you want to watch it, do it. Um, Scott is very wrong in his opinion about it. <laughs> Okay, you know what? I'm not even. I'm not even saying anything. Just, just watch the video when it comes out. <laughs> I, when it comes to the videos, I've been noticing that, like, you've been doing less and less skits. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just because it's hard for me to be funny right now. Um, like he's very depressed. No, that's not it. <laughs> I, I realized how that sounded after I said that. It's just like. Right now, where my emphasis is at is like I'm focused on the um, content right now. 
Yeah. Like when I first started the editorial, I was more like trying to be working on like my showmanship and stuff. Yeah. So like making it a proper show and stuff. So I do, I was more focused on skits. Now, I mean, not saying that wasn't like, it didn't have an emphasis on scripts, but I, I knew more of what I wanted to do. Yeah. I still find it so funny that at the beginning of all of this, like beginning of this year, you had no intention of like any of us joining. You just wanted no. it to be like a one man show. But then, you know, the first video comes out and then it was Micah. He was just like, hey. It wasn't just Micah, but yeah. It was like pretty much a lot of people. And then uh, like one like Thursday night at worship practice for our church, I walk up to him and he's like, you want to start editing videos for me? I'm like, okay, that's that sounds fun. Uh, so you can blame me for the monstrosity that seven was so oh my gosh oh uh. yeah what was that <laughs> sorry sorry a friend just texted me and i it just pay attention scott was it important yeah actually so you want to take a call on the on the line no but okay yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna make fun of the person <laughs> when i'm on here i'm just like i just I'm punchy. It's very true. But so with the Barbie video, um, I'm going to focus on this one gag that's going to be very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Burn. Convoluted. Convoluted. You're going to have to keep your eyes up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a ton of fun. I'm really hoping one day people will understand that joke. What joke? Uh, what's the word? Burn. Something like that. Well, you can start with us two because we don't know what yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> oh, so it's from the the original Little Mermaid because <laughs> my I think it was my mom, but my aunt it was my mom and my aunt, but they watched the Little Mermaid all the freaking time. How nice! So uh, that song is just engraved in my head, and now every time uh, somebody says "What's the word?" burn comes into my mind, and bird, but you know. I think that one's the more well-known one. You know, right. you're just too popular. I guess, yeah. It just, it's it was a, a massive shift in like responsibility, and so now I'm like conflicted wh- whether I want to choke him out or. <laughs> well, whoever you are, if you're listening, Scott just abandoned you. Was it um, L or Micah? No. Then I have no idea. Yeah. Was it... Uh, Actually, I do need my phone, because that's where uh, I know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we know what we're doing. Yeah. So what's next? Uh, what's next? Uh, we're going to skip that one. <laughs> no, no, no. What is it, Scott? It's too graphic. What is it, Scott? Allude to it. Yeah, we can talk about... Um, okay, so we're just let's... Uh, next section is uh, the latest videos. What are you guys' oh, yeah. thoughts? The latest videos. Yeah, so I was, so Kevin hasn't watched um the Amazing Spider-Man one, but uh, <laughs> cool. I've seen minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen hours of it, Kevin. Yeah, well, you that you get paid to do that, so I don't get paid. <laughs> what are you talking Jack, about? Jack, shush, shush. <laughs> get me on some charges. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I was thinking that we've all seen Jack's video, so we can talk about that one. The um, Dark Revival? Yeah. Um, 
both me and Kevin, after watching the video fully, all both said, I wonder how much this game costs. <laughs> he was actually at my house watch, re-watching, not re-watching, uh, he was uh, watching the video, to, like uh, looking over it to see if I needed to change anything. Um, and I just see him make this weird face, and I'm like, oh, is he judging me? Did I do something stupid? No, he just pulls out his phone, opens Steam, and he just goes, oh, the game's like $30? No, thank you. <laughs> Kind of a cheap skate. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have you know games kind of that are like seventy dollars. <laughs> haven't touched them yet. Haven't. No, I have. Okay. I'll get to that later. I'll get to that in the recommendations. Anyway, I like I like buying old games when they're twenty bucks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially nowadays when games aren't really well polished and stuff. Yeah, you, like you have to wait more for it to like be I know. a functioning game. Yeah, it's like cyberpunk. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not that we would play a decrepit and not decrepit, a uh, soulless and, you know, um, words are failing me. Not that we would play a game like that that's so full of debauchery and. Uh, oh, why yeah. Not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can choose your genital size. Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I think you can do that in Baldur's Gate 3. I think everyone was memeing on that. Really? I know. I think That I, game is actually functioning, though, is from what I hear. Yeah, I guess it's like a really, really good game. <laughs> I Let's wonder why. Your PP size. Um, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say that on a Christian podcast. Um, <laughs> well, it's too late, Scott. you already done it. I can't edit it. I'm not going to. You're not going to, but you can. Also, am I too close to the mic? Yeah. Yeah. Am I too close to the mic then? I've been going no. in, like, really. Hang out. Hey, baby. <laughs> Let me whisper in your ear. <laughs> no, don't become the elementary school Minecraft or anything. It's wow. for real estate. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about when, because, uh, like, like I said, Kevin just recorded his video, and uh, I'm telling Kevin that He's gonna come up, probably come up with more critiques than I can. Yeah. Ooh, me or Just Kevin? Just I like being the best. You know? Okay. <laughs> like no one ever was. Who? Like no one ever was. Who? No, no one was ever what? The best. Uh, you want to be the best. I want to like be no one... the very best. When no one I ever was. That's, uh, I don't know. This As guy. my videos will continue to prove, I have very obscure music taste, so I don't know what. He likes J-pop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Let's just leave him in the dark. But um, <laughs> yeah. But yes, Kevin. He was. Uh, he said the. He said the one thing that so far everyone on the crew has said. I should have memorized my intro. Before I know. <laughs> And I should have written a shorter... Well, for the sake of my memory, I should have written a shorter one. Yeah. Just... It, for, the performance part is just so sneaking funny to me. Because we yeah. all run into the exact same I know. Because none of us know what we're doing. I yeah. mean, now I can actually, like... I fully have memorized my intro and outro. Yeah, me too. Nice. But I'm going to change mine. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, I'm going to change it. The intro or the outro? Intro. Intro. I'm, I want to make it way, way shorter. Hi, <laughs> I'm Scott Sowers. Hi, I'm Scott. Nice to meet you. Video now. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next is uh, what we've been consuming. 
you know, as Christian brothers and sisters, you know, it's a good idea to check up on each other, make sure that we're not polluted. Playing anything like cyberpunk. <laughs> cyberpunk, how dare you? Um, yeah, but, you know, just uh, throw ideas around, you know, make sure we're strong in the gospel. So, Kevin, you're up first. Let's see. Um, Kevin's like, ah, I shouldn't talk about that one. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. I forgot to delete that off my <laughs> Yikes. Um, this is not super recent, but I watched the first couple episodes of The Man in the High Castle, Ooh. which have you guys seen that? Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah. It's um, a basic but excellent premise where basically what if the Axis powers won World War Two? Oh, interesting. So, oh, yeah. I do know that one. And it's fascinating. There's – this isn't really spoilers, but it's a scene where um, a guy breaks down, his car breaks down, and then he's getting help from like a – laundry truck driver or something weird like mm. that and it's a sunny day but then it starts to snow seemingly yeah. and the guy whose car broke down is like what's going on there's not a cloud in the sky and the guy who's helping him is like oh there's a hospital like across the forest over there and gotcha. they're burning like the old and crippled people oh and Gosh, then really? they it like release the ash and stuff in the sky so it's just a crazy picture of the uh temperaments that were leading the axis powers in the day and praise god that we beat them so yeah and besides that sentiment there's also lots of other intriguing questions that the show poses and give us um, one give us one um how i get how far should your allegiances lie no matter who they're to like mm. should you put your personal loved ones safety and well-being above the potential safety and well-being of thousands of citizens gotcha mm. which hmm. when you have your wife in front of you like and you have to choose whether she is hurt or dies or whatever or choose to maybe protect the lives of millions yeah but even their safety isn't assured it's just a conundrum hmm. so yep and it's an amazon production so the production value is very high and they it doesn't feel like it's produced by amazon because you have no idea what the uh political leanings are that the producers are coming from which is very appreciated of course and maybe that'll change when i'm more than two episodes in but <laughs> yeah true. yeah uh amazon is weird like i think their streaming service sucks yeah, oh, yeah. but uh just mainly for their catalog but then they have like just these like phenomenal originals yeah yeah, well, yeah. from what i hear because i don't watch a ton of them but like Invincible, gosh, that's a good show. Man. I need to watch Invincible. That's an original, an Amazon show. Yeah, dang. I mean, it's not an original idea, but yeah, yeah. 
they they made it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's don't watch Invincible if you're not ready for like some intense, intense gore. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was there are some scenes in there where I was just <laughs> I wanna go home. Discomfortable. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh the train scene. For anyone oh my god. For anyone who's seen that. I've I've seen that one. Now I that one I think people say another the first scene where it like really shows the gore is like the worst scene. I think the train is the worst. Yeah, the train's the worst, man. Anyway, I don't want to give away too many spoilers. <clears throat> is that is that all you want to talk about, Kevin? No, but all the <laughs> names of the bands that I'm loving to listen to right now are failing me. We can talk about that later. We can talk about yeah. that. We have another segment that goes good with that. Um, Jack, what about you? All right, listen up, people. I recommend, and I have been playing and loving, the Resident Evil 4 remake. Yep. So we've heard. So you've heard. Um, I've heard it more than you guys. It's true. I <laughs> keep, like, going. Like, every time I see it, I'm like, dude, this game's awesome. But, no, I, I played the original uh, two years ago. And I really, really liked it. And then they announced the remake late last year, actually. And yeah, I've just been loving it ever since. The DLC, the Separate Ways campaign just came out, I want to say three weeks ago, actually. Uh, so I've been playing really? that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was really surprised about that, too, because uh, the remake came out in March, late March. So it was only like, six nine months or something or yeah yeah because it came out last month like like late last month so yeah <clears throat> interesting yeah it's like ten dollars too for like a five hour exan ex expansion expansion so yeah it's like ten dollars the the game is you know uh pricey it's like sixty dollars but that's not necessarily pricey that's pricey pricey for me yeah I don't have money. Yeah. But it's still a really, really great game overall. Um, I would review it, but Scott told me to wait. I did tell him to wait. And we obey orders. If we Amen. don't, we lose our knee caps. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that. Like, it's not just there. Jack, everyone, okay? It's it's everyone. I'm everyone has, like, that one, like, favorite uh video game show movie or song they want to review but scott told us to not to i want to we want to uh we want to refine our craft more yeah i guarantee you guys gonna love me for it because you're gonna oh yeah yeah gonna... we're actually gonna be able to do the games and stuff justice yeah i did my first video on my favorite band ever with one of their favorite songs that they've ever made and you didn't tell me to not do that i thought you said it wasn't your favorite it's not my favorite. That would be RLs. Go listen to RLs by Snarky Puppy. Oh, okay. But. Okay, so you still have your all-time favorite thing to review. I do. Okay. okay. Yeah, because I reviewed God of War. I freaking love God of War. Yeah. Okay, good. We want to make sure you're not, uh, you know, holding double standards. No, no, no. Micah <laughs> so badly wants to review Ender's Game, and I told him no. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can do more than one book. Yeah, he is, he, is, he is working on it. Yeah, I've heard he's got he something better. in the works. I think I like I think I like the fact that Mike is like 
will like never post. He's this obscure background guy that people forget exists, and then right, yeah. he's been the he'll drop dude, something. He's got some novelty to him. He's he's the background guy who's you see at every the end of every video of Scott's, and you know he just shows up every like year or so, just yeah. like hey, what's up? I don't think people, a lot of people know who that guy is in the end. Yeah, that's Micah. Oh, yeah, that's Micah. He's the blind and book, the the blind and whatever. And dumb. The blind and deaf, dumb Something book like reviewer. It's a Ender's Game reference. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. Is that all you want to talk about? Oh, I've also uh, it's this really small, not small, but it's a creator team on YouTube. Actually, they produce. Uh, they produced a show called Murder Drones. Uh, it's this uh, it's this show about robots on an alien planet, and they go out and kill a bunch of humans. That sounds uh, and this is original. <laughs> this is a horror comedy series, which is a weird combination to me. I don't know why, huh. but it's like right here on YouTube. It's by Glitch Productions. Uh, they they produced a other show that actually inspired me to write my own story called Meta Runner. Uh, I was disappointed about the ending for one specific scene, but yeah, they had two lesbians kissing. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined the whole vibe, man. Honestly, sometimes. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been consuming. I've been consuming a bunch of other things. I've been playing Rain World. That review's Respect. coming. That review's coming. How is that? Uh, I got two hours in, and then I got the separate ways DLC, and then I stopped playing it entirely. Gotcha. So I'm sorry, Real. I will play it eventually. Is uh, Rain World, like, really hard? Uh, kinda? I, I, I find it hard. I mean, I got used to the controls pretty early. Early? Early? Early! I got controls! Uh, I got used to the controls pretty early on, but it feels like Super Mario to me almost, just on mouse and keyboard. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, you do insta-die, though. That, yeah. That's, that's the hard I... part. So it kind of reminds me of uh, that one game. It's like that's one game on the Wii U that I played. Uh, it's like the bald guy with the green jumpsuit. Is there more? Is there any like um, outright storytelling in Rain World, or is it more like I don't know subtle? yet, actually. Um, yeah, every time I play the game, I get on a Discord call with Real, just so he can, you know, explain what the heck is going on, but, uh, other than that, uh, the games I'm currently playing, or going to play, are, uh, Bioshock, and Bioshock Infinite, uh, what was the other one, We Happy Few, and then Fallout 4, I believe. Play a Plague Tale. Huh? Play a Plague Tale. Play a plague tale. Yeah, is All that right. the one with the like, the real in time timer where you have to wait like a thousand years to get to the end? No, that's um, because I'm pretty sure I know you told me to play that. Yeah, I did, but I can't remember what it's called now. Anyway, the one I'm talking about is set in during the Black Plague. Ooh, and there's rats everywhere, and it's phenomenal. Huh. Just play um. Lies of P and tell me how you think. That. <laughs> My dad actually wants to play Lies of P, I think. Your dad likes uh, Bloodborne games. Or yeah. Soulborne games. I, think it's what they're I will eventually, because I want to know what everyone has been raving about it, but I will eventually play Elden Ring. 
Mm. I'm going to play Elden Ring eventually because my dad has it on Steam. Me and him share libraries at the moment. Uh, I will play Elden Ring. I don't know if my computer will handle that, <laughs> but it's handled Resident Evil 4, so... I mean, barely, but, you know. I mean, I'm not concerned about the computer handling Elden Ring. I'm concerned about me handling Elden Ring. You're not the one playing it, Scotty boy. Uh, yeah, but do you like hard games? I find them enjoyable. Really? Seriously, I... I mean, it depends, honestly. Like, I do enjoy a challenge. Like, the professional mode, like, the hardest difficulty in the Resident Evil 4 is very brutal. Uh, yeah, you don't have any audios, audio. Uh, you don't have any auto saves. You don't have any... Sheet. Yeah, like, you have to manually... And if you want to get, like, the highest rank you can get, so, like, the ranks, it goes from, like, uh, uh, D, C, B, A, and then S, and then S+. Plus. So to get the S plus rank, you have to beat the game, I think within like two and a half hours. The whole game? The whole game. It's like, so originally when you first play, it's a 12 hour game on your first playthrough. Usually every single Resident Evil game is like seven hours. So, but Resi 4, I, Resi 4 and then Resi 5 and 6 which I'm dreading getting to, are all the longer games. Resident Evil 6, I think, still holds the longest title in the series. So, But now I'm able to beat the main story within like two and a half hours anyway. Goodness gracious. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not proud of my playtime on that game. I have... <laughs> I have like, as long as you can admit that. I, I'm not proud of it, but I have... Because... Uh, I have ADHD, so my brain works, you know, like an idiot. My my brother uses that excuse for everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I have ADHD, so it's really hard for me to focus sometimes, but uh, I'll just put a sermon or I'll just put the Bible app on my phone and just listen to that. It's surprisingly really helpful. Huh. Like, I have gotten so much knowledge from just playing a video game while listening to sermons. How many people out there have listened to the Bible while they play Resident Evil? <laughs> I know! Not many. I know. My when grandma actually said something about that. I was playing Resident Evil 8 when I was staying with them for like, uh, uh, it was like when my parents went to Vegas. Uh, I played Resident Evil 8 while listening to Proverbs. Because it's like two hours, so I'm like, oh, I'll just like keep rereading Proverbs over and over again. Uh, she just comes down there and she's just like, I don't think a third-person shooter is a good game to play while playing Resident Evil. And I just look at her, and I'm like, yeah. Okay, okay, I'm going to say this once, because I've already had a humongous conversation. Uh-oh. Is. is Portal a shooter game? Yes. No. Why not? It's a puzzle game. It is a puzzle game, but is it also a shooter game? Yes. You have a gun that you use to kill. Well, kill. When do you kill? I mean, you, you shoot, kill robots. You shoot robots sometimes. I'm not. I'm not talking about the killing part, but you do shoot a gun, and I think yes. that's enough. In yes, the in, in first person. Yeah, we had this whole debate at like one in the morning. I don't want to get into it. I just want to hear Kevin's Kevin's. No, thing. no, no. Because you don't kill. Well, you don't shoot. A gun that's designed to kill. You shoot a gun that makes portals. Yeah. Yes, but you still. I'm shoot debating the, gun. the killing part. That's that's my thing. I don't think killing is exactly necessary. 
for a shooter game. My thing is it has a gun, it shoots, and it's first person. So therefore, it is a first person shooter puzzle game. That's my thing too, but nobody agrees with me apparently. Apparently. Except, except this guy. It basically came up when like somebody asked me, oh, what kind of games do you play? And I said, uh, like I don't really have a specific genre I like. I just tend to play shooter games. I play horror games. Yeah, so like I play Apex. I'm not saying play Apex. I play Shotgun Farmers. I play this and this. Um, and I said Portal because I'm thinking just gun and it's same mechanics basically in yeah. my my head. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, people don't share the sentiment, but and so that's why I said Portal, and then that just started this huge debate. But right, yeah. Um, While me and him were playing Portal together, I'm sorry, I touched the mic. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? We'll fix it in post. Hold on. Uh, okay, so we're going to go to what we recommend. Kevin, you said you had some thoughts, some bands, some music. Yeah. So I already got what I wanted to recommend out. <laughs> there, this is sort of a twofold recommendation. I, I'll keep com- coming back to this because they continue to be brilliant, but I just saw Snarky Puppy Live, and... <laughs> They were great, and it reminded me of some of the songs on their new album that I didn't listen to as much, but should have. So, Mean Green is a relatively short track for them. So, for you plebs who don't want your songs to be more than 10 minutes long, <laughs> you can listen to Even this. 10 minutes is a lot. I see a six-minute uh, song I like. <laughs> Okay. No, dude, I'll listen to like 17 minutes of uh, video game soundtracks, dude. Well, this is one, okay. one song. But uh, th- yeah, that one's only five minutes, and it's fantastic. Yeah, I can do five minutes. Um, And then Ric Flair by the little known, excuse the uh, adjacent profanity, Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes. <laughs> Great song. <laughs> about um as far as i can tell a member of their band who looks like superman and wears his underwear on the outside of his clothes what but he gets all the girls and can play anything um okay so very funky very See, scott, very cool scott we figured it out you just have to wear your underwear on the outside and it has to be red and it has to be red that was quirky enough <laughs> <laughs> nah come on man you can be more no man (laughs) it's pretty weird already i am i think i've spent i think i've spent on my all my character credits (laughs) your character credits i couldn't put it into attractiveness so i said here let me try to be funny and i think i'm as funny as i'll be (laughs) so not at all funny yeah uh (laughs) yeah brass holes (laughs) the brass holes I also recommend uh, Murder Drones, like I said. It's a really, really good show. Hoping they don't add any lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, season one, I think, is currently wrapping up right now. Um, uh, it's again by Glitch Productions, and the actual person who made it is Liam Vickers. He is a smaller YouTube than Glitch. and yeah, I, I recommend Murder Drones. It's a really, really fun show. Um, yeah. Killer guys... soundtrack too. It's it reminds me a lot of Portal. It's like it's Portal, 
it's like this portal uh electric uh orchestra almost like it's kind of hard to explain but uh murder jones's soundtrack is very very unique and i freaking love it oh yeah i uh if you guys like um like youtube kind of art projects or video projects stuff like that like series made by small creators um i just watched i mean he's not necessarily a small creator because he made the backroom series but <laughs> oh kane pixels yeah kane pixels uh i just finished watching um what is it called um he was in a mall and there was this puppet chasing him right thanks for spoiling it jack um <laughs> give me a second let me find the name um the oldest view the oldest view i'm not sure if there's going to be more episodes um but from i the ending it looks like it's done yeah i i i don't know um but if you like horror kind of stuff it's it's it was it was pretty good yeah me i i got to watch the end of it today actually with yeah. scott the monster is really silly looking cause he, i'm just gonna show this for kevin because i have no no he doesn't have any context but all right i pull him my um, phone y'all. so sorry guys um no there's I'll, no video for this i'm but. gonna I'll try to describe he's holding his arms his hands up by his shoulders he's currently not wearing pants well cut that please cut that please Oh, that'll be up to the discretion of our leader. And, and the master's like this. And then his, he's showing me his top six teeth. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, but the puppet looks really silly. And it's like on wheels. Like it's this big puppet thing that's on wheels. Yeah. But it's weirdly like terrifying like i actually screamed like Uh-oh. when he you know how in horror movies how they turn around and then they, there's the monster yeah they Hello. did they did one of those and wait what was what was um took me off guard about that is that he's he does that like the whole video um where he's turning back and you're expecting a monster to be at the end. oh yeah because you just know cliches right and um and he keeps doing that, and nothing happens. And so after a while, you get this sense of security that nothing's going to be behind <laughs> Oh, him. yeah, there's, I'm safe. Yeah, and then there's the monster. He's like, <laughs> What I really like, kind of going back to that, is, um, again, going back to Resident Evil. Uh, Resident Evil 7, um, they have this one kind of scare like that, but there was no noise at all. So you go into this room to retrieve like an item and stuff, but when you open the door, the monster's just standing right there. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you guys want uh, you video game nerds out there, go play the Resident Evil Two remake. Um, the stalker. Just play anime. Resident Evil. Just, just play say, Resident just Evil. Say that. Well, I mean, some of the games are kind of crap. Just say uh, play Resident Evil. It's obvious just that play, you're just gonna ju- recommend everyone. Okay, just. I mean, I am gonna review every single one. I said recommend, but yeah. I know, but I'm still going to review every single one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Mr. X is terrifying. You want like an unstoppable enemy, just go go play that. Yeah.
<laughs> Scott's just standing over here like he's just jumping up and down like a lunatic, just like yeah. Oh no, he was not. No, I'm 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 a bopper. I bopped my head. I felt very good whenever I saw you bopping your head. <laughs> That's the equivalent of you moshing. Yeah, that's how you know much. you made it in life. When Scott's bobbing his head up and down, you know you've made it. You know that yeah. you, you know. It was, I mean, like not even like it was quality. Yeah. It, it, I, I'm not musical enough to like praise it as <laughs> well as I should. Well, then it, I will. We are great because <laughs> <laughs> we are great because of me. Oh no, Michael. <laughs> Michael's sick. Oh yeah, I I mean Michael is so cool because he's also just like a uh, he's a bassist, but he's like yep. the star of the show. He can also compete against Dylan and Super Smash Brothers. He can. Respect, respect. I actually I went with Michael to the Smash tournament though. Oh yeah, and... oh yeah. <laughs> if he plays against the right people like us, he'll win all the time. But... True, right being terrible at Smash. <laughs> he he died to me with Bowser. I, Michael? No, oh. me. Like you were last about- time yesterday when we played. Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you kept using that stupid grab move. Thank gosh. I didn't. Keep, <laughs> I didn't mean to keep trying to use it. I was trying to like. Uh, do my slight- yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> anyway, you still sucks, guys. But yeah, Michael's fantastic. Um, the guitarist can't remember his name. Caleb. Caleb. Um, club. He's club. really good. He- like he's got some stage performance, like like head oh, waving. Yeah. Like he's need. Well, he has really curly hair, doesn't he? Wavy. Yeah, so he can't wave. really like headbang with that. But. Yeah, he also wears a hat on stage usually, so that restricts his uh, locks a little bit. Yeah, but he's really fun to watch. But I mean, I mean, of course I'm biased when I say this, but of course it's the most fun for me to see Kevin because. <laughs> I don't know how to explain Kevin's, like, stage presence. It's, like, very rigid, but, like, passionate. Yeah. I've, I've, sometimes I feel like a plank of wood that just loves his music. Yeah, that's what it there is. There you go. That's what it is. And, uh, they le- did they let you play more in, in, with that one? Because I feel like you played more or had more moments in that show than the last one I saw. I there were quite a few shows in between those, so I don't really no. recall. No. But I I got I got more like solo intros and stuff this show than usual. Okay, I still need to uh, go to one of you guys' show. Please the one, do. The one I wanted to go to, I t- uh, text Scott and just like, hey, uh, are you going to Kevin's concert? And he's like, oh yeah, I guess it's like twenty one and up. Yeah, oh that God. was dumb. I what was the venue? Um, your mom's house, <laughs> super cool venue, but oh yeah, please change that policy. You don't need to do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Give me the X. I'm fine with it. That <laughs> doesn't want. I mean, it will wash off. I just don't care enough to wash it off. Yeah, care to wash what off? Uh, when you enter bars, they like or venues like that, they put an X on your hand. Oh, twenty-one. The bartender can be like, <laughs> no, no <laughs> booze for have you. A wine, Were Mr. you there? For- <laughs> a wine. No, I was it. I can't remember if it was Polyphia or Royal Coda where um, we were waiting in line and they were doing the X stuff. Um, 
But first he was saying, can you show me your ID? Can, I, can you show, show me your ID? And then so, and then when it, they got to our group, yeah. just all me, Micah, whoever else was there, we just said, we're, uh, we're under 21. We just said that. And he's like, just put the X on our hands. And he's like, I still need to see your ID. I'm like, but we just told you you're, you're, you're not you can, 21. You just, yeah, I don't know why they do that. It's like, who's going to go into a bar and like admit that they can't drink alcohol? Like, what's the point of that? It mu- maybe it's for... Good boys, Christian boys. Well, yeah, but yeah. It might be for tickets because ticket prices are different depending on if you're 21 or not. Oh. But, then, but if I just say I'm 21 or I'm below 21, just give me the price or... But if you're yeah. below 21, then you pay more and they don't want to have to like... Then you could claim, they charged me more for a ticket even though I'm... 21 but gotcha but in that case you probably had paid for the ticket already so it's literally like the meme of the dad and the son going to the restaurant and it's like yes my son is below the age of 10 (laughs) even though it's like dad i'm 21 but uh yeah the show was fantastic oh i didn't mention the drummer i left the oh like drummer's fantastic too i was so jealous of him i'm jealous of every drummer i see i can't i can't you just you just need uh uh what's his name? Larnell Lewis. Yeah, that's no. who I was thinking. Jameson Ross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need J.K. Simmons to teach you. Oh. oh, there you go. You know what I found out about him? Really? He he was actually going to be a conductor. Really? Before he got into acting. Really? Hmm. Interesting. Well, good. We a lot of students uh, were saved from being abused. <laughs> <laughs> So on the podcast episode, uh, last podcast episode, uh, we just started talking about um, Spider-Man Lotus, our extreme distaste for it, and um, but we did not have enough time to go into the uh, controversy of it. And okay, do any of you two know what happened? The director. Said he said a no-no no word. Yeah. That and I mean, there is more to the story, but that's and it, it was a, a while ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Someone, like, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to, to t- uh, tell you that. Um, so this is the whole story. I mean, this is the whole story from what I know. I may be missing yeah, context uh, according to some number of internet sources, Gosh. yeah. So just uh, if I say anything wrong, say anything misleading, please tell me. Um, Scream at me, do all that. So, um, I'll do that anyway, Scott. <laughs> so this is what happened. So, actually, I'm just gonna go straight up with the whole story. So, Gavin, the director, he wanted to. He did not like the like MCU Spider-Man uh, stuff because it's not the most comic accurate. That's a different. That's a different topic. But um, we'll get to that later. In my opinion, the MCU stuff is just kind of shallow in a way it's not it's just touching parts of spider-man yeah but it's not diving deep and so that's why a lot of people have frustrations with it so gavin said hey let's make um the greatest spider-man story of all time (laughs) aka spider-man 2 i'm kind of regurgitating some of cosmonauts um points but uh so basically this this kid who was like 10 at the time uh, started b- 
becoming friends with Gavin, who is maybe 19, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, 18, maybe even younger. I don't know ages, the ages of the time. But they're all very young. Yeah. And so Gavin just starts saying, like, the N-word a ton. Um, <laughs> Gavin and the Spider-Man actor. And so they just start saying the N-word a ton. So this boy, uh, Matt, I think is his name. Yeah. He got pushed out of the process because he wanted to be part of the Spider-Man stuff. And so he, but he got pushed out of the project. Is he still like a kid? He's still like. I think he's like 15 now. Yeah. 16. Yeah. If he was 10 around the time this all happened. Yeah. And then so he goes. Okay, so you pushed me out of this project, and so everyone knows about Spider-Man Lois at this point. Like, yeah, everyone was like hyping it up. Everyone was like super excited. They were like donating it. Yeah, and so the hype is at is peak. John Watts, the director of uh, the, oh yeah, I heard about that. He like right Watts, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it was Watts. Okay, yeah, Webb is the other guy. Yeah, Watts does the homecoming movies and he even said that was a fantastic trailer and so what this kid does is he goes back in all the messages and leaks all the n-word stuff um all yeah i mean it it was i think for the most part it was just dumb saying the n-word i think that's all he leaked (laughs) and then he started leaking parts of the movie oh dear And so he's sending all of this out. And then the VFX people, the um, music people, they're saying, like, this director is horrible. We're (laughs) never working with this guy again. We are leaving the project. Oh. And so apparently there is some abuse in, in the background, too, with just those departments. Yeah. Um. And then there's the costume people that were saying, like, please, like, it's not just these two movies. Can you please just watch the film? Because everyone else is a part of this. Um, It's not just these two people. And then Gavin, or maybe it was the actor, one of them is saying, well, look, I'm sorry, guys. I came from a conservative family, (laughs) and I didn't know that this was wrong, blah, 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 blah. If you came from a conservative family, you definitely know 100% that this is wrong. Well, I mean, that's the debate people bring up, right? So, um... I mean, then again, it does de- does depend on what type of conservative you are. Yeah. But, um... And then, so... Yeah, but as... Here, here's, here's where, I, like, I'll get into trouble. Yeah. All the messages I found... Like, I'm excluding, like the abuse of the other departments right now because pretty much everyone got mad at him for saying the n-word n-word but from what i can find it was just him saying the n-word yeah nothing like super super racist right like he wasn't like attacking people i don't believe to my knowledge your knowledge right so Well, of course he did an apology video. Then it comes on. I regret nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, that that being said, is can is this a situation where you can uh, 
split art from artists and was the reaction to it like understandable well ah, that's a hard question i'm gonna be honest i want really really want to know kevin's <laughs> okay you, you think i have some deep philosophical well of opinions no yes. i mean no i just i do always have opinions though so. yeah um because i need time to come up with my answer too. <laughs> <laughs> let's see your question was twofold one of what let's yeah let's get let's let's get the first question is this a situation where you can go actually let's, let's answer the Second one first? Yeah, let's yeah. do that one first because okay. I think that can put in perspective. Okay. Was the reaction to it just? Like, should everyone be calling Gavin like a huge racist or bigot or... I, I, I think I would say no. Like, th they should have asked for more information. Um. I think he should have expected people to say that. Like, <laughs> well, if you're yeah. going around throwing around the N-word, people are going to call you racist. Yeah. yeah. And there's a I I would say I would go so far as to say there's a good chance you are at least a little racist. <laughs> yeah. If, if either that or your your ego is so big that you you feel okay doing that. Um yeah. But to attack him as like uh, I don't know what all they said, but get the facts before you say categorical statements like you're an enormous racist or yeah. you're a bigot or whatever it is they're saying. So to question his character at a bare minimum, absolutely, that's justified. Yeah. Not only justified, but it should be required of thinking people, I'd say. Yeah. Um, today's in society today, you can't use words like that and have a completely clean slate of character, I'd yeah. say. And then you couple that with everything else that people are, that, like abuse. Yeah. Like, yep, makes sense. Like, I, I feel like those two things go hand in hand. I would like to see the context in which he said these words because yeah, I, I, I do think that you. matters. But Oh, and another thing I forgot to mention too for added context yeah. is he was like really big when it came to his movie. It's like, this is the greatest Spider-Man movie yeah. you oh, yeah, ever He was watched. like gloating and everything. Like, this is the greatest story you will ever find. There <laughs> yeah. will be nothing like this. Uh, when it comes out, it's just complete crap. So if he had a clean slate otherwise, and then people were like, he used the N-word, then it might be like, I wonder why he did that. But since he has far from a clean slate of character, it makes a lot of sense to say he was being, um, he was attacking people, or at the least, or maybe he's a racist. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm in the same boat as Kevin, but I think people's reactions were kind of both, if that makes sense. Both of what? Both overreaction and both overreaction and underreaction. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard kind to of. boil down a whole demographic of people to yeah. 
justified or not justified. Yeah, because I'm not denying that, you know, racism is still a problem in our society today. I can't speak. Um, but I think it was Morgan Freeman who said it. Sorry, that was just like an out of nowhere name. Keep going. <laughs> what do you mean? He's black. <laughs> not out of nowhere. But I think he said it best is to combat racism. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Um, but to combat it is shut up. <laughs> shut up about it. Which like, kind of speaks against the conversation we're having right now. I know. My brain goes in like many different directions. But I, I don't know. I don't think I agree with Morgan Freeman on that. Yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of nuance to it. But this is like a two-hour conversation. <laughs> yeah. Not even could, two hours. This is just... Gosh, I cannot long. find the tweets. I, I, I think when it comes... I think there is a sense of know when to shut up and don't shut up yeah i th- I, th- I think when we keep talking about racism and keep um bringing it out and just keep inserting it into context where it yeah just, it doesn't belong exactly yeah, it, it, like, it it ramps it up it makes people think about it way more than they should and then you just come to these conclusions that everything's racist everything's racist but at yeah. the exact same time Awareness is still important, and you know, it's like I'm not one to say racism doesn't exist. Yep. I'm one to say that racism applies to all sides, everyone, <laughs> um, including white boys. And um, where I wouldn't like, here's here's my thing. If I I don't want to call Gavin or the Spider-Man actor, I forget his name. Um, I am very very slow to call someone racist if i see zero context on yeah. or, or z- see zero like actual malice towards a race yeah yeah if you're gonna if it's if it's so it, i think what he did was dumb like say the n-word okay that's dumb. It, it wasn't just dumb it it was like he had to know he was going to hurt people yeah with that whether he meant it against an entire race or not exactly but i wouldn't automatically categorize him as a racist just because of that obviously he probably used it because he thought it was funny yeah and it's not it's not but you know you got to understand like teenagers are kind of stupid yeah imagine all the things we've said in the second (laughs) that were so dumb we're dumb and it's just he thought he was safe he wasn't. <laughs> he was the one out here like, go watch my movie. It's going to be sick. And didn't expect people to look into his. Go uh, support my Patreon. Statements. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just, I don't think this guy is a good guy. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. And there's evidence for that beyond he used the N-word. Yeah. yeah. And I can't find the text for the life of me. And I'm sorry. You're probably just going to have to find it yourself, Kevin, after this. I can't imagine that I could do a better internet search thing well i mean i'm not i'm not doing the very best because i'm also trying to keep tabs on the podcast (laughs) but so yeah i just be i would focus on different aspects like the fx team and the music team yeah like what what was he doing there 
I mean, if he was actually abusing the employees, then again, that's another, you know, bad thing to add to his record. And yeah. If they were telling the truth, you know, yikes. But you also can't rule out that maybe these people were saying this type of stuff to save their own butts. Maybe they were doing the same thing or something. Maybe. But again, we don't really know much, if anything. One thing that's very helpful is that we're not in conflict about should we recommend this movie to someone because we don't yeah it's horrible, it's horrible <laughs> that like that it is kind of perfect that like it was just a horrible I know. movie he could have been uh the director could have been mother teresa and we'd still say <laughs> garbage movie garbage but at least the pride his pride his ego was definitely chopped down after this yeah yep okay so that and that gives us in the second question Let's say Lotus was a fantastic movie. It was everything Scott wanted. Yes. <laughs> everything Gavin wanted. Everything Gavin wanted. Could we separate it from the artist? And I guess, okay, within the question, what does separating art from artist mean to you guys? Well, separating art from artist to me just means pretty much just the i look at the main guy who's running the company or the whole main guy in the project and i kind of separate them from the project but nowadays that's kind of hard to do when there's like multiple other people in the project thousands thousands of people yeah in some cases um but because i think this actually kind of happened recently uh with a video game series that came out last year and the dude was outed as a pedophile of course which uh, came with this ah uh, oh yeah it was the it was the fazbear fanverse initiative one of the games oh one of the fan games yeah it was uh five nights or it is one. with fans man i know <laughs> if you well i, I mean to be fair this is the five nights at freddy's community so they're either gonna yeah. be furries or pedophiles or furry pedophile. Or <laughs> but there's really a difference in the yeah, Because my thing is, I still enjoy and play the games, but my reasoning is, A, there's been solid evidence, you know, he's seeking help now, for one. He's been very open about that, and he's actually doing it. Um, but two, the game falls under Click Team Studios now. It's so it falls under, like... Uh, uh, it falls under Scott Coffin and Game Jolt. And it's not that. officially associated yeah. with him yeah. anymore. But I don't know, Kevin. What about you? Yeah, I, he'll probably explain it better than me. Well, that's assuming we have the same opinion. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I would classify separating art from the artist as like is if you consume media and essentially pay for it, whether that's in the form of buying a movie ticket or, like, watching something that is paid for by ads and you see the ads, whatever the form of you consuming it is that ultimately gives money to the creators, if you if you do that without a thought to what kind of people created it or what they've done, then you're separating the art from the artist. But if you consider... Who am I supporting with this? Or it doesn't even have to be that big. Like, what are the people who make this good people, in my opinion? And if you don't think they are, then you choose not to consume 
that media because anything less than that as a definition of separating art from the artist i feel like is just abstract like mm. in my head i don't think about him i know they're a bad person or but i still consume this media or yeah whatever so the actual action of separating them is deciding not to or to consume something regardless of what the creators are like yeah so is that just Generally, or in the case of Lotus? Let, let's go with generally. Um, yes, I think it is. I, it does get more complicated when you're working with conglomerates where there's yeah thousands or hundreds of people involved. Yeah. But I don't think any morally sane or, I guess maybe that's too strong a word, a morally um, consistent person can like, buy a painting from a child molester or (laughs) like pay um for concert tickets to see a band that like assaults women or whatever and it's easier when it's individuals like that where you're literally giving money to them because you're you're perpetuating their ability to do those things by either leaving them in the context like their professional context where they can do those things. Like in the case of the band, maybe the women they're assaulting are the people, the women that have to be around them because it's their job. Mm. And by paying the band to perform, you're content, you're enabling them to do that. So yes, separating the art from the artist, I think is, I mean, not separating the art from the artist is worthwhile if you're if it's a question of am i going to give them money okay so it i i don't think i have an answer for you or myself when it comes to something like the spider-man lotus production team because yeah should should we refrain from should we ignore that piece of art based on the character of one person involved i kind of lean towards no Especially because the art itself isn't like bad or sinful. It almost is just because <laughs> how terrible it is, but it's almost as sinful as, you know, how terrible and boring it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I am surprised both me and Kevin watched it in our first sitting. Scott <laughs> took still took a week. Well, that's because I did it in the two hours before I had to talk about it. So Yeah, you guys were more forced to. <laughs> yeah. So does that answer your questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think, Jack, when it comes to Spider-Man Lotus specifically? Well, I wouldn't watch it because, you know, it was boring, but... Just... Well, if it was great. If it, it was let's, like... Let's say it was fantastic you know, and you want... Two towers level immaculate. Yeah. Gotcha. So, I think I kind of agree with Kevin in the fact, or I might be, you know misunderstanding what he said but i did say a lot of words you did say a lot of words um but if spider-man lotus was like this greatest the greatest like spider-man piece of media ever and it was just one guy sure i would have watched it it's like that would be helping support like the people who actually like helped work on it and yeah um yeah so if but okay so what about what 
people are doing now where it's like where we we went to watch the film mm-hmm. just to review it yeah everyone else is doing that because this is the n-word spider-man yeah. everyone wants to see how bad it is yeah is is that right to do is it right to point out you're watching this movie because this mo- uh, person is terrible i don't think so no or wait so you would be saying what we did was wrong well, what was our motivation to for watching it? Was it? I wanted to personally see how it was. Like, is everything people are saying? Is it like actually like this super boring, really sappy movie, or is it like the greatest piece of media ever? Mm, that okay. was my reasoning, and then I, then uh, I finally watched it because I saw that you finished it when I you posted on Twitter. I'm like, oh, okay, so I have somebody to actually talk to about it. Okay, but. That was my reasoning behind it, but um, for the people who go and watch it just because to like go make fun of it, I don't think that's really a good thing. Um, because why? Well, because it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> um, this controversial opinion is really hard for me to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I sound vindictive. This is just kind of how I operate in questions like these. Gotta drive to the heart of the issue. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like art, like TVs and shows, should be you know watched because you want to watch it, not just because you just want to make fun of it. I mean, that's what happened with uh, Velma, and that's what enabled them to make a season two. I thought they canceled that though. They did. I thought they did. Anyway, I hope they did. Tangent. But. Because I feel like if you go to watch something to make fun of it, that's kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? That's not really going to watch a movie because you want to go watch this movie and see, like, what it is. And then you can have your own opinions about it at the end. Like, oh, I didn't really like this, but other people like this, so that's fine. And, I mean, people like Lotus for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, people do I like. Mean, there's work. a couple good things about the film. I mean, yeah, the I opening, guess you can the opening on. sequence. <laughs> opening sequence. <laughs> <laughs> the opening sequence. Uh, the opening sequence. The first few minutes with the kid. The acting wasn't terrible all the time. That's true. <laughs> um, the suit was okay i thought it was great anyway we're anyway kevin what are your thoughts is is what we as a editorial did just well i guess maybe i should explain why i watched the movie as well i watched it because i'm a spider-man fan well yeah that's it i i wanted to watch this overhyped uh spider-man film that's why i wanted to watch it but i also thought to be fair it would be a good opportunity to understand, um, yeah, like who this guy is, what was he thinking, blah blah blah. Yeah. So yes, I, I I definitely did watch it part partly because I wanted because he's N word Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin, what do you, what do you think? Was that just? Uh, yeah, I. The ramifications of saying no are pretty enormous if because like what's the next movie you're gonna walk into that 
someone says is bad or someone said someone on the team was bad and so therefore maybe I shouldn't watch this so right it uh, that gets very hairy very fast um in, in our position I think it is a little unique maybe it's exercising a little um what's it called uh like when cops can do whatever they want because they're cops what's that called i have zero clue let's just say white privilege No, it's not white privilege. <laughs> something immunity i'm really uh, demonstrating how little i know about current events but um basically world sucks it sounds like i'm saying i'm trying to remove responsibility from ourselves but there if this film comes out People say this guy used the N-word or this guy assaulted people or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that, and if we decide that's not enough reason to not watch it, but then we decide that we shouldn't watch it because we would just be making fun of it, if that's the point you're making, is it? No, I, I, I'm saying, what what I'm saying is more like, is it? Is it right to... Because we are, in a sense, promoting the movie um, because oh, of see. his bad actions and we're pointing that out. So you're saying if he if he, there wasn't anything scandalous regarding the guy, we would not be interest, as interested in this movie as we are. So therefore, should we be as interested in it yes. as we are? Um, yeah, because th- those questions don't have simple answers. And it goes back to what I said about it gets more complicated when there's a giant team behind a single piece of media. Yeah. And because that question is so complicated, it's worthwhile to be completely informed about it, which means knowing what the guy did, which I don't. I fell short in knowing what he's done and said. Yeah. Um, But it also matters to watch the film because – you can only talk so much about what the guy is like without watching the thing he produced, I guess. And because we're in a context to talk about it, that can help inform other people about how they should handle situations like this. Because it's not a, it's not a black and white thing. It's not, yeah. We can't point to a Bible verse that says don't do this, and we can't appeal to a like, common sense morality code that we have. To yeah. say do or don't do this. Yeah. So it's worthwhile to talk about and it's worthwhile to be informed about what we're talking about by watching the thing we're talking about. Yeah. I suppose. I think that's a good answer. Yeah. I think that falls mostly in line with what I believe. When it comes to separating art and artists, I, I definitely think it is a conscious issue. Yeah. Where it's. I mean, there's bad people behind every. I, 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 I think there's bad people behind pretty much every art piece ever. <laughs> when, yeah. when people, especially Scott Sow. Well, I, I was going to say, actually, <laughs> when people go to like one of my band's shows and yeah. pay for it, they're enabling us to waste money by giving us money. Yeah. So like where's, and that's true for supporting anybody in anything. And that's yeah. sin, like wasting what God has made us a steward of is a sin. Yeah. So what line can you draw that says, I'm not going to support this person because they did this thing that's wrong. So false Christian advertisement. 
it just gets so convoluted and it, it does and that and that's why i do say it is a conscious issue where it's yeah. like you have to decide because art is still a reflection of the artist in some way yeah it may not sh- Kevin looks like he's about to take the biggest news <laughs> of his life. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Kevin's about to look what? Do what I just did. Take <laughs> the biggest sneeze of my life. Um, but Kevin's gonna have so a art there. is a reflection of the artist in some form, some form of his worldview, or maybe what he thinks is his worldview. Yeah, and so it it, it I I honestly think it depends. Like, I don't like, I mean, one, I don't like listening to Kanye's music, but also, like, when he was on his Nazi kick, I was like, don't, I'm never gonna You're asking people to give you money. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna support this at all, um, and it's like, it's, it's a point where I, I can't, I literally just can't separate art from the artist, and it's, I, I think it is a conscious issue, whether you can or cannot yeah to your conscious yeah well yeah mentally i don't know i don't really think okay the only way you can mentally separate the art from the artist is 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 if you're consuming art without having any idea of who the artist is but as soon as you don't do know who the artist is it's associated with that art exactly no matter what you try to do with it so it comes down to what's the action you're gonna take yeah like i was talking about before but trust god (laughs) trust god yeah and just uh, trust god that in just think are you glorifying through him through him if yeah. you are concerned are you are you glorifying him by watching porn <laughs> <laughs> pretty much there's a very easy answer to that question no no because you're it's not. adultery so we can't watch american pie tonight no dang <laughs> sorry. sorry buddy <laughs> no, I can't that was a it. joke everyone okay <laughs> don't go home and do that please don't but if you do blame scott sowers And that's why it's important to read your Bible. I'm Scott. I'm Kevin. I'm Jack. And we're unimpressed with the fools. We'll see you guys later.